welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 30-minute flow class. When you're ready, come on down to your mat and we'll get started. But today, we have an ode to child's pose, which... Uh, is yay <laughs> it is it's a good let's start at the very beginning a very good place to start uh, child's pose is <laughs> i won't sing that um it's a resting pose in our practice it's not always everyone's favorite so if you have an alternative that you would prefer for rest during your practice please know that you can take that uh, but one thing i want to frame it with is that it's not a break Child's pose is an asana, and the reason why we suggest it for resting during your practice is that rest is part of what we do. Without rest, our body doesn't work well. And when we need rest, uh, sometimes we'll take breaks in the practice instead of actually taking rest. And uh, those can look like water breaks or straighten your mat breaks or uh, towel off breaks or fix your hair breaks or fix your clothes breaks. Um, and all those things provide a little bit of busyness and uh, we live in, in a culture of busyness, and so sometimes that feels better or more virtuous than taking rest. And it's not the same thing, and if our body and mind actually need rest, that little break is not gonna do it. Right. And child's pose, giving us the opportunity to come down to the ground, bring our senses in, uh, that is where we're going to get some mental and physical rest. It's an intentional rest. That being said, drink water when you need water like that it, this is not a do not take water breaks conversation this is a no when your body uh, is craving rest and take that because nothing is going to work except for rest right, when we need it and uh, all the things we layer in because they feel virtuous and uh, like well i'm doing something so it must be okay uh, actually in our in our yoga practice we kind of want to strip those things out and move toward a more intentional taking care. So child's pose is a place that we designate to do that. If it's not your favorite pose for any reason, uh, hopefully we'll do a couple things that will help it become better uh, in your body. And if it's still not great, take your favorite resting pose, designating it uh, as a place to take rest, right? As part of what we're doing, not a, not a break from what we're doing, but as, as a part of it so that you come back with a more energetic, more focused body and mind. And that's really, it, it's quality of rest over quantity. And, uh, and and it feels different. So let's let's play with child's pose. Come onto your mat. And the first thing you're gonna do is to establish what distance apart your knees prefer. So for some of us, we're gonna need knees together and for some of us, knees apart. Go ahead and as you come down and fold yourself into child's pose, play with those two elements. So traditional child's pose, which is by no means by no means like the right one, but traditionally knees are together and we curl our spine over the legs. Right. If that causes knee strain or if you just had a big breakfast, it right, might not be the thing for you. If you try knees apart and chest dropping through is more your style, uh, that's totally cool. It takes a little of that primal curve out of the spine, right? So, so child's pose tucked in, that's our fetal position, right? That's like body's first resting position. To that, traditional child's pose is arms at your sides, right? So there's a vinyasa child's pose where the arms reach out in front, which is totally cool. 
know that that is also the arm and shoulder configuration of handstand, of down dog, of warrior one, right? And so when we want to rest our shoulders, our neck, our upper back, it can be more useful to bring the arms aside, right? Uh, the, the vinyasa child's pose is that shortcut to down dog, which <laughs> I think vinyasa practitioners in the 1990s decided was a good idea to have like this kind of quick way to down dog, and that's totally fine, uh, but may not give us all the rest that we could use. Another element of child's pose is the, the little tuck of the chin, so that the back of your neck is long, particularly if the shoulders uh, are, or the arms are wrapped back behind. You've got this fetal position that we're, we're going for that we have a little tuck of the chin in, and that way you're not... Uh, like when, when forehead is to the ground or nose is pointing to the ground, there can be a little uh, craning of the back of the neck. Right? And rolling more toward your hairline, resting more towards your hairline, can make the, the curve more even through the back of the body. So you've got choices of knees together or apart, arms forward or back, right? chin slightly tucked, or if it's more comfortable for you to be more on the center of your forehead, that's cool too. Right. Right. The tradition of the pose is curling in, is again that bringing our senses in and going back to like the most primal positioning of our spine and body and this little curl. Right. So that we hope that we find deep breaths here. As we move through, we'll come back to this a few times. You come back to it as often as you need to. Right. If you do need water during the practice, for sure. We want to be hydrating with about 20 ounces of water before practice. In a 30-minute practice, maybe like another half cup to cup or so. And then afterwards, again, <laughs> a few cups of water in the next hour. So take care of your body on that level, too. Next inhale, come on up to hands and knees. Cat pose will round the spine, let your head drop. And cow pose will arch. And flat back will pause. Walk the hands slightly forward. Let your hips slide back but not down. And let your hips move side to side. So we got puppy pose or a, a variation on puppy pose puppy wagging its tail. Leave the hips over to the right and just walk your left hand over to meet the right so that you got a little side bend. Breath in. Breath out will come back to center. Hands about shoulder distance apart. And then right hand over to the left as you let your hips draw over to the left. Breathe in. And breathe out. Come back to center. Walk the hands in underneath the shoulders or slightly in front. And take the right elbow as if you're pulling a bow and arrow. The right elbow toward the ceiling. Stack your right shoulder over your left and you might open the right arm. And with an exhale, bend the elbow again, 
down and through reach. So you're gonna look toward the left side wall, right shoulder to the mat or thereabouts. And then inhale, do that bow pulling action again of right elbow up toward the ceiling and then open the arm. Then bend the elbow to turn, twist, reach through. One more time, press the left hand down, drawing the right elbow up to use more back muscle as we open the twist. Open, bend the elbow down and through, reach. And this time, inhale back to center, hands and knees. And inhaling, left elbow leads, left shoulder blade toward your spine, then open the arm. Bend the elbow, down and through, reach. Again, lead with the left elbow, stack the left shoulder over the right, pull the left shoulder blade toward the spine. Left arm up, bend the elbow, breathe out, reach down and through. Breathe in, elbow up, then open. Breathe out, bend the elbow, take that down and through. Then when we inhale, come back to center, hands and knees. We'll tuck toes to down dog. Press your hands down and forward. Press your feet down and out. We've got these four points on the floor that are working each time we come back to down dog. That's our, our reference point, the first thing. Thumb and first finger knuckle down into the mat. Reach out through ring and pinky finger. Feel the shoulder blade spread on the back. Press your feet down and out. And if it gets to the point in down dog where uh, you're too mentally busy to do these things or the body's too fatigued to do those things, just those things, then it's always a good time to, to take a child's pose. Right? You want to be fully engaged at the ground of this pose every time. Not to say that we'll always do that. We've, you know, none of us is uh, is in that category of perfect. But if you're too fatigued for it, or if something hurts when you do it, that's a good case for child's pose. <laughs> Look forward to the front of your mat. Walk forward. Have ragdoll. Bend your knees. Let your upper body drape over your legs. This is like a standing child's pose, right, where you get that curl of the spine. By bending your knees and focusing in on the ability of your spine to release, we get the the element of this pose, the decompression. Back to that that soothing curl in. Right? This is not always soothing to the hamstrings or low back. That's where knee bending or resting your arms on your legs can come in. And we'll release hands to mat or to blocks. And walk feet together. As you walk feet together, a little bend of your knees. Press your feet down, come up to standing. Feel that bend in your knees until you get the arms overhead and then squeeze the entire body as straight and long as you go. Back of the neck long, no tension there. Hands to heart center, we'll pause Samastuti. We'll bring that fully extended feeling into one of centered equilibrium, evenness. Breath in, 
from your feet and legs and core body, press your breath out. And last bit out, feel the belly pull up and in a little more. Hane, inhale, reach up. Mountain pose again here, long anugua. And exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back. Bow push up of any type, knees down or, or skipping it even. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Sometimes high plank is the best low push up we got. And then down dog, breathe out. Press your hands down and forward, press your feet down and up. When you're empty, look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. Press your feet down. Draw your hands forward. Lift halfway. No exhale. Fold forward. And you get into a rhythm with that. Drive your feet down. Knees stay soft until you get to the top. And then everything lengthens out. Exhale. Bow. Good. Inhale. Lift halfway. Plant your hands. Exhale. Go high plank. Go low plank. You can always have a breath in child pose. Breathe in, up dog. Breathe out, down dog. Gonna look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. A little softness in your knees. Press your feet down. Reach up, squeeze your legs, lift your heart. Yes. Exhale, bow forward. Bend at your knees. Send your hips back. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Plant your hands. Breathe out. High or low push up. Child's pose or down dog. Breathe in. Breathe out. All the way to down dog. And then knees down. And shape your child's pose. Let your eyes close if you can. Breath in. Fill your lungs. Spread your back. Breath all the way out. Feel the pit of your belly draw up and in. All the breath is gone. Inhale, extend your arms out in front of you. Lift up, down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, forward. Drop your hips back, Ukatasana, chair pose. Nice. We'll exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. We'll walk the feet hip distance apart. Be on your fingertips as you step your right foot back into a low lunge. We're going to inhale, straightening the front leg. 
press the back heel down through the back leg as much as you can. Then exhale, pull your front heel bone into the mat. Bring your back knee down into the low lunge. Press your front foot down and inhale, reach the arms up. When we exhale, we're going to pull the arms down like you're doing an imaginary pull up. Really get an imaginary uh, weight involved in that. Then shoulder blades squeeze together. Keep your abdominals lifted. Just squeeze the shoulder blades together on your back. And exhale, draw the elbows toward one another at shoulder height in front of you. They might touch, they might not. Keep pressing your front foot down. When you inhale, let your arms float up as if they're being drawn to the ceiling. Fan your fingers, then hands to the mat. Look forward and step back, down dog or chaturanga. Upward facing dog. And downward facing dog. Step your right foot forward. Bend your back knee. Come up to high lunge. So the high lunge, shoulder stack over your hips. Then exhale, arms down at your sides. Inhale, squeeze your shoulder blades together. Draw the arm bones back. As you exhale, bring your arms in front of you like you're giving someone a big hug. Lace your fingers, elbows out to the sides. Then inhale. Arms up toward the ceiling, possibly palms up toward the ceiling as you lift your heart. Exhale, look to the front of your mat. Fingertips down, then step up. Feet together. Breathe in. Lift halfway. And breathe out. Bow forward. Sit your hips back. Ukatasana chair pose. And exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Flat back and walk your feet hip distance apart. Fingertips stay down as you step your left foot back. Low lunge. Good. Breathe in, straighten the front leg. Press your back heel down. Then pull your front heel into the mat. Bring yourself through a low lunge with knees and down to the mat. Press your front foot into the floor. Reach your arms up. And then we're going to pull down. Abdominals in as you pull the elbows down. Those two things pairing together. Keep it. Squeeze shoulder blades together behind you. Breathe in. Spread your chest. Keep the abdominals drawn in. As you exhale, elbows come together in front about shoulder height. And then just be drawn up through the arms. Side body is long. Breathe in. When you breathe out, hands to your mat. You can step back down dog or child's pose. Or dial in the low push-up. Right? Breathe in upward facing dog. You're always looking for quality of poses, right? A well done quality child's pose. Right? Uh, if this were rock, scissors, paper, it would beat a uh, non-well done scattered chaturanga. So Left foot forward. Bend your back knee. Come up. Hips, rib cage, head vertical. And then arms down at your side as you breathe out. Inhale, squeeze your shoulder blades together toward the spine. Take arm bones back, abdominals in. Exhale, bring the arms around to a big hug. Lace your fingers, elbows out to the sides. And inhale. 
arms up. Flip the palms toward the ceiling if that works in your body. Back of the neck long. Exhale. Fingertips down toward the front of the mat. We'll step up. Breathe in. Lift halfway. And breathe out. Bow forward. Chest to thighs as much as you can. Sit your hips back as much as you can. Ukatasana, chair pose. Hands to heart center. Back your hips up even more. Then left elbow toward your right knee for twisting chair. Keep backing your hips up. They want to go forward and up. You won't let that happen. You hit breath in. We'll open the arms. You might slide up a bit so that the left wrist is toward the thigh and your heart gets higher. Hips get lower. Breath in. And then breath out. <laughs> Bow forward. Walk your feet apart. And Parahastasana, uh, you can take your hands to your feet. Uh, for some of us, this is a lot of a forward fold. Right? Step the feet back. Come down to the knees. Bring your arms to the sides for child's pose. Right. Breathe in. And breathe out. The child's pose here works. Uh, it is a forward fold. Less pressure on the hamstrings and hips. And maybe more restful for your spinal muscles between twists. Right. So it could be a physiological advantage for those of us that uh, the forward fold is a little... Uh, <laughs> intense on hamstrings, low back. If you've taken child's pose, you inhale your way up to down dog and then walk forward. And if you've got parastasana, release your hands, walk your feet together. And sit your hips back, chest to thighs, lift your chest, then your arms, then back your hips up as you bring hands to heart center and twist. Right elbow toward left knee, hips drop back, heart pulls up. The hips are going to try to scoot forward and up. You won't let that happen. We're going to open the arms. What you might do is lift your chest. That can give a little more leverage to those of us with uh, a shorter arm to torso ratio. Breath in and then breath out. Bow forward. And we're all going to do this. Take a step back, knees to the mat. Fold into child's pose, arms at your sides or in front of you. Pause, breathe in. So it's not far away from any pose. And being able to kind of vinyasa your way there but without any gaps, without any extra, without any drama. It makes it part of a flow and continues your meditation practice. Uh, most of us, are, our brain has a hard enough time with that as it is. This is one tool to help kind of give our brain a little more structure for that meditation. Next inhale, come on up, hands and knees or down dog, and walk your feet up to the top of the mat, as we would be if you're in the fold between those chairs. And then pressing the feet, reach up to standing, mountain pose, arms overhead. Exhale, hands to heart center, samastiti. Press your left foot down. Simple balance today. Not easy. The left foot presses down, right foot gets light. Let the right leg come up in front. As high as your knee will lift, 
with you standing vertically from your left foot. Left foot to brain, vertical line. Right knee up as high as it will go with that. Then let the right knee move out to the side. Again, your vertical line, foot, tailbone, rib cage, head, one line. Knee back to center and foot down. Pause, breathe in. Breathe out, press your right foot down. Grounds deeply, so deeply the left foot gets light. Left knee lifts up, right? So press the right foot down. Lift the back of your head up and back. Your vertical line, the most important part of the balance. And keep that steady. Then left knee out to the side. You've added some complexity here for your hips. You may need to lower the knee to keep the hips centered. So tailbone pointing down, abdominals lifting up, heart up, head up. Then bring the knee back to center. Could it go higher when it comes back to center and you keep your center line? Then foot down, hands to heart. Pause here, press your feet down, take a breath in. And then breath out. Inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Then exhale, we'll bow forward. Then inhale, lift halfway. And then you're going to step one foot, then the other back. Knees down, knees down. One more child's pose. And so arms at your sides if uh, that's doable. Tuck your chin in if that's doable. The sensation of your upper back, that space behind your heart spreading out. Right, an advantage here is that we're, we're able to focus our breath down into the deepest parts of our lungs by focusing in on the back and the lower lobes. Good place for oxygen transfer. Good awareness to strengthen. Your next inhale, come on up to your hands and knees and then through to seated and onto your back for bridge. Press your feet down. Start with your tailbone curling up, sacrum curling up. One piece of your spine at a time as if you could, you could imagine that or maybe you can't imagine that. Press your arm bones down. As much of your shoulder blades off the floor as you can. Start to walk your shoulders toward one another. Press the arm bones down into the floor. Breath here. Then slowly make your way down. Pause. Supta Konasana. Soles of the feet together. Knees out to the sides. If this is intense uh, in, a, in a joint space, if something feels very, very uh, hot or nervy, like definitely give yourself some blocks, give yourself some support. Let your hands come to your center line. Feel breath in. And breath out. You'll keep your left leg as is. Right leg's going to come up to happy baby. And maybe you catch the heel. Maybe you catch the uh, shin. We're dropping both thigh bones down. Right? Different directions, but they're both dropping down toward the floor. Breath in. 
breath out. If you do hold the heel, press the heel up into the hand, the hand down into the heel. And breath in. Breath out. foot to foot, Supta Baddha Konasana, pause, breathe, right leg stays where it is, left leg comes up to happy baby, you catch the heel or the shin, both leg bones drop down toward the floor, the sacrum evenly balanced, heavy, from right to left. This is where if you feel yourself rocking off to uh, one side, blocks can be really helpful, uh, grounding the, the Supta leg and keeping things even so that you drop both thigh bones down. If you've got the heel, press your heel into your hand, hand into the heel, breath in, breath out. to Supta Baddha Konasana and knees back together slowly. Press your feet into the floor, lift your hips, slide them over to the right as you drop your knees over to the left, simple twist. If you want to embellish the simple twist in any way, go for it. Breathe in. Best way to embellish your breathe out, pull your abdominals in, get that last bit of breath out. And notice what happens in the body when you do. And the inhale brings you back to center. We'll pause, soles of the feet to the floor, slide your hips back into center so you're level on your sacrum. And then with the feet pressing down, you lift the hips, slide them over to the left, and that way when you Turn your knees over to the right. The uh, the hips are at center and you balance on the outer edge of your right hip. Drop your left shoulder heavy toward the mat, into the mat. Breath in. Let it fill your body as much space as you can take up, take up. And then use your abdominals, pull them in, press the breath out. On an inhale, come on back to center. Slide your hips into center. Elongate your spine. You might lift your rib cage, lift the back of your head. Draw your knees in. Release your low back. Any finishing poses or stretches that your body wants. And make your way to Shavasana when you're ready. Good work, y'all. So we end the practice with rest. Always, right? This is like 
a non-negotiable part. It doesn't always have to be just at the end, but it is an acknowledgement that that rest is part of this physical, mental, emotional. Like we need rest in all those areas. And some days the only place we're really going to get it is the yoga mat. Hopefully we sleep well and we have plenty of opportunities. <coughs> but certainly here as you've made this time and this commitment to taking care, let it be part of rather than something we earn or something that's separate. part of that nurturing that's so important for our bodies, our minds, ourselves. ready to move again. Start with your fingers and your toes. And roll to your right side and come on up to seated. Take a moment to sit tall to re-energize and reinvigorate your body. Right, the, the purpose of our rest is to come back with more vibrancy, more vitality. to embody it, to feel it, to know we can come back to it. And bring hands together at heart center. Thumbs to forehead center. Good work, y'all. Namaste. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.